thing for a while Been in this thing for a while You don't even know my pain You can't even match my style You don't even know this game Been in this thing for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in this thing for a while Been in this thing for a while Yeah Yeah Welcome, we back. It is another week in the books. It feel like we've been gone a long time. Mo, how you feeling out there, brother? Hey, been in this thing for a while. Y'all don't even know my pain. Y'all can't even match my style. Y'all don't even know this game. Y'all know what time it is. Where you get them bars from? Is that you? Yeah, that's the intro. Oh, okay. I got you. Got yeah, you. That's the, that's the intro to our show. <laughs> oh. I know. You know it's, I feel it. It's, 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 <laughs> hey, hey shots out. No, man. What'd you say? I was about to say to the bookworms, aka I'm I'm throwing some out there, Spike. Okay. But uh uh your man Dro, real quick, your man Dro was like he, he left a review. Shouts out to Dro. But he was yeah. talking about for normal people, regular people. So I'm just all the people that listen, y'all the bookworms, but also y'all the norms, y'all the regulars. So shout out to our regulars, man. Regular people out there. We're putting on. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my guy Dro. Love him to death. Um, another week in the books, man. AWITB2022 at Gmail. That is the email to the show if you want to get in touch with him. As Mo said, man, it's a show for the regular black man conversation. We elevating that, talking about important topics, everyday things, stuff that just on our minds, man. That was the thought process and the basis of another week in the books and now we 39 chapters in mo man we're coming mm-hmm. up on chapter 40 you got a birthday coming up how you feeling man, i'm feeling good man 33 yeah. is uh very interesting to me 33 ain't that big of a number though that's just i mean it is to me and this yeah. is why it is to me i, I why is it because of oh. the odd, odd number for you is that yeah like only this is the only birthdays i've heard this is the only birthdays that matter <laughs> Is of course when you're one, mm-hmm. you turn ten because you turn to double, double digits. digits. Thirteen. And when you turn sixteen, you turn to teenager. Or eighteen, well, th- rather. Well, thirteen. If you talk about teenager. Thirteen. That's true. 10, 13, 16, 16, 18, 18 21. 21 After that, it's a long one, buddy. Now about twenty-eight. A uh, twenty-eight is important because you start being like, ah, it's starting. Yeah, you do start to change. End of yeah. your twenties. Yeah, that twenty-eight, twenty-ninth birthday. You're right, is <laughs> Yeah, you like, man, dog, well, what's going on, man? Where am yeah. I at in my life? Yeah. That's what that 28, 29. <laughs> they start getting on your nerves a little bit. Yeah, you be like, ah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, once you get to 34, 35, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess it's just every even 40, 50, 60. Yeah, yeah that decade, yeah. you're right. Every decade at that point, I'm 50, I'm 60. I'm... Thanks. Yeah, that's Absolutely, a man. But happy early birthday, brother. Good to see you another year. Happy to have gone through your journey this year with you, man. Nice to have met you with this thing that we built yeah. together. Yeah, absolutely man. and thank you for that and all of those that are listening man that champion this show man thank y'all again for the support man you know spike had a birthday in november i'm having his birthday here uh man what is your sign what did that make you taurus taurus got gotcha. you mm-hmm. stubborn bullheaded well that's what they say you know that's what they say that's what they say i can see it i can see it yeah, yeah, you know i'm not a big sign guy anymore though i have really? a taurus tattoo <laughs> 
I, I got I'm a not a big sign guy, but I got it tatted. Well, I, I, but I got that when I was twenty. So I mean, I'm thirty, about to be thirty. I'm thirty three at this point. Y'all hearing? So you know, was it was it religion that made you what? fall out of astrology, or was it just natural? Like you just like, all right, it's just stupid. I don't know. I still don't think it's stupid. Um, part said, of it, yeah, but you're not is, a big. You don't follow it a lot. Anymore. I I mean. If people roll with that, I get it. It's not going to change any decisions I'm going to make in regards to who I collaborate. Meaning, you're not going to not be a friend with somebody because they're a Gemini or something Facts. like that. Facts. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Even and, and so, it, and my wife's a Gemini. It's funny how those tendencies seem. Yeah. I know a lot of Gemini's, man. Um, I didn't realize that till a lot later. Well, excuse me, just recently. But yeah, a lot of Gemini's I'm close to. Yeah. Surprisingly, crazy people. Tupac. <laughs> Kendrick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was I? What was I just talking about? To say something about that. Oh, just you. What well, we talking about? Birthdays in thirty three, and and mm. you. Oh, and then you saying the signs like is it the religion thing or? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a part so, of yeah, it. Too. So it wasn't. That was it. It's, it's surprising it. how those attributes from signs though do usually mm-hmm. line up though. Mm-hmm. It is. I wonder yeah. what that is. I've always I, wondered I what that was though. I do too. So I absolutely do, bro. Yeah. Well, man, this is another week in the books. Y'all know how we do it here, me and Mo. You had something at the top of the show that you wanted to talk about with the incident that happened with the 15-year-old kid who walked up on the wrong porch in Kansas City. Mo, what made this story catch your eye? Um, I'm not the news guy. I, you know, y'all know that. Y'all can go back to the news. I was surprised when you said Yeah, you know. Um, Yahoo, man. Uh it it came across my Yahoo. Normally it used to be podcasts, but I don't listen to many as many podcasts as I used to. So I normally I would get that from that source, but just logging into my email, seeing like I kind of try to look at the headlines. And so Ralph Yarrow, um, on April thirteenth, uh this year, a sixteen year old uh black teenager, he was shot and critically wounded after ringing the doorbell to the wrong house. In Kansas City, Missouri, according to family members, Jarl was attempting to pick up his twin sibling and ended up at the wrong address. Now, on the night of the shooting, Lester was lying down in his bed. This is the gentleman that shot him. Not gentleman, this man, white man that shot him. When he heard the doorbell ring and he he picked up his 32 caliber revolver, Lester told the police, according to a probable cause statement, he then went to his home front entrance, entrance, which includes an interior door. So he has two doors and a glass exterior door, both which were locked. Lester opened the interior door and saw a black male approximately six feet tall pulling on the exterior storm door handle. Lester told the police mm. Spike mm. Why Why are they so scared of us bro Y'all isn't like The story is the same It's like why are y'all like I just the, the level of ignorance here is like you can still pack your pistol you could yeah. still you could come strap ready but you but 
ask questions. Y'all are so scared. Before you ask questions, you like, I don't want nobody to get to jump on me. I'm going to shoot them. Ask questions later. Why is that still the method, Spike? Well, we talk about white privilege because you you are they privileged enough to be able to do that. Now you got to ask questions. It took a long time for them to charge him with the crime for this because, of course, it's white privilege. So I can shoot first and ask questions later because I get the benefit of the doubt in this system that we live in in America. Let me ask you a question. What do you do when some strange person comes knocks on your door? Um, either has it ever happened to you? Like you've yeah. been there, you weren't expecting somebody, and somebody like knocking on you, like what the fuck? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I, I I keep the door closed, and I I use my tough voice. Who is it? <laughs> oh yeah, who is it? Do you uh, own a gun? You don't mind me asking? Do I own? Do you, not, are you not, a no, gun advocate? Is, that is, I, against I am, it for it? That is on me and my wife's agenda. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. We are on that wave. Okay. So think about it before you try it. Um, <laughs> but I use a tough voice. You know what I mean? The, like the parent voice. Who is it? What do you want? And so they're like, uh, I was just trying to see if you were interested. Now nah, we good. And normally, like, okay, well, I'm going to leave. All right. Like, get at, super aggressive. Normally, they walk off. Now, I haven't had a black stranger. Though I'm black To pull up mm. Sometimes we do think Certain things about our people Because some because of our struggle It causes certain behaviors And certain decision making And sometimes you are looking like A come up to some of our people I do get that However If this, gen- this man Lester Would have just said Who is it And said you have the wrong address this 16 16 year old six foot what i don't care he didn't have facial hair bro you don't like no grown man yeah he would he wouldn't be in the condition that he's in you talked about us being extra earlier it goes to this too not just extra in the extravagant standpoint but having to be extra careful having to like because things can happen you you when you're younger around that age you always wonder why your mama asks you stuff three four times did you do this did you do this and i told you not to go over there and remember not to go over there i told you not to hang with them mm-hmm. told you not to do that told you not to do that because shit like this can happen and again when a strange person goes to knock on someone else's door you can maybe expect this outcome sometimes so i'm not saying that this is just crazy the crazy part about it to me was him not immediately being arrested uh once it was a mistake uh, who yeah he do get his day in court however they afforded him a lot of time before they even brought charges against him that's the part of it i feel like that could change these interactions as to where he would ask who is this or something of that nature i can shoot first and think second because it's gonna take them a week to charge me because they trying to figure out oh was a little black boy breaking in his house was he justified in what he did i get this whole week to get shit together to prepare a defense of what i just did this tragic thing because i'm a white man 
they have that luxury of being able to do that like you said i can shoot first and i can ask questions later we on the other hand had that happen had you shot a 16 year old black boy for coming up to your door because you were scared you probably would have went to jail that night and had this whole thing that you had to deal with so again i thoughts and prayers for ralph y'all it's a very unfortunate what happened to him with that being said that is the reason why we're extra like i can't i have a hard time understanding how a 16 year old boy was that adamant and going to the wrong house not trying to allude that he did anything wrong not saying that he there was something malicious going on i just don't understand how he would get that lost at this day and age but, with all but, the access and things that we have but what if he Go was ahead. sent the wrong address like, literally what if he was sent like me and my wife have been it's okay that makes sense that makes sense at like, 16, num at a 16 let me play that out with you at 16 when do you realize that and again i do not want this to come off like i'm defending what that man no did no i know you're unjustified you're just way to i'm just trying to understand casually or thinking. want people to understand that are listening to this how important that it is when we talking about the extra shit that it ain't just only extravagant it's with stuff like this too like being aware you're surrounded in situations like i shouldn't if my sister's expecting me my mom sent me here i ain't got to be pulling and yanking on the dough beating extra hard like something wrong let me get my mom on the phone right now to see what's like dude is this the right address because right. she don't look like she waiting on me it don't look but, like nobody but, here for me like when do your senses kick in when do that extra part of it start to kick in that we need like you said earlier like we're really good with the extra shit and being yeah. extravagant and yeah. these clothes and this drip when it come to paying attention to your surrounding using your intuition understanding situations like but that needs thing, to bro. kick in because we got to be extra keen and sensitive in those areas as well you're right you're absolutely right and that's unfortunate but that's the world we live in however who's to say he didn't have enough time to collect that data if if you said i'm I'm walking up to the house. I hit the doorbell because mm -hmm. we don't know the sequence of time. Right. So it's, right. I, I can walk up, hit the doorbell, grab the handle. It's like, what's what's going on here? But and I see somebody clearly. He pulled one of the doors open, right? So it's like, oh, okay, somebody's opening the door. Okay, so he is here, or she is here. His twin. They are here. Who is this white man? Who is this old white man with potentially with this gun? But it's a glass no door, light so he may not know house. he was white. He's sitting there asleep, like you said, in the bed. Like, why is it so dark here? I thought my sister was here doing something. Like, they're just context clues and things that you have to be keenly aware of as a black boy, as a black man, as a black person in general. We got to pay attention to that shit because shit like this can happen. And then they'll throw their hands up and be like, oh, I was scared. Bro, oh, I didn't this, know. This is so like, unfortunate, I, though. Because one hundred percent, you tell you have to turn around and and for white people that are fans of the show, shouts out to y'all. But like, y'all think we be making this stuff up? I already talked about the man that got killed in his house because the police officer just thought it was somebody else and kicked in the door and shot him eating ice cream. Now we got the reverse here, where it's like, oh my bad, I'm sorry, I the pal, I dang near die. It's like, okay, can you ask me questions first? Like, no. You y'all are buying so into the stereotype that y'all can't seem to ask. Y'all don't even y'all look at us like every time you see a person of color, we're trying to kill you. We're trying to steal from you. We're trying to do harm. We are human beings too. 
Like this ain't right, man. At all. We are humans too. Just as innocent as a white person with white skin. Just as innocent as a, 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 a Asian person with yellow skin or a Hispanic person, brown, Indian, whatever. We're just as innocent too. But y'all buying and feeding into the stereotypes that have been fed to you through media, through music, through experiences. And y'all not giving us a fair chance. And you shooting a 16-year-old and now when my 16-year-old come out of a coma, I got to turn around and tell him, all right, this is another thing you got to watch out for. How can I let my child have a real life when he got to worry about getting the wrong address and hoping not to get shot? This is wrong, man. I'm sick of this, man. This is it's terrible. This man, what, 84 years old? All your experiences with black people wasn't terrible? It can't be. It can't he be. He might not have no experiences with black people. Well, then why it would this... It might all be this, on the TV. It might right. be all that stuff that you're talking about. But then why but make again, this the first experience? I got to shoot them. Because, <laughs> like you said, like that, all Get I know back. is these niggas is robbers, they stealers, they killers. I, I'm going with that narrative and I'm shooting yeah. them. And again, I'm not taking up for no, them. No, no, I know. I know. You, 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 I, I like that. what you're bringing. I'm just... I'm just saying that on the other hand of it, since we are in that position, we got to be the more cautious party and take the extra step, which is unfortunate, which is draining, which is what we talked about. I said this on the podcast before I was talking to my brother-in-law when they said they went to Ghana. They said, but I didn't even realize the weight that I was carrying from being in America until I got to a place where everybody looked like me I had to be less cautious I, I didn't have to be as speculative of people around me and think or what they thinking about me let me watch how I'm acting so they'll receive me a certain way that's real that's real yeah and unfortunately where we are we don't have the benefit of being able to do that like I'll Young black boys that are 16 year old, six feet tall in Kansas City, Missouri, you don't have the benefit of going to rock on the night, going to knock on the wrong door, bro. This is not the society of the world that we live in in 2023 with Trump being our president for four years prior with these people feeling like that they have this make America great again attitude where this is my place and you're not supposed to be here anyway. What is this nigga doing knocking on my door? And unfortunately, unfortunately since that's the attitude and it hasn't been adjusted hasn't been addressed throughout the years we've been in this country we have to operate with more caution we got to tell our little boys at 12 11 10 like you need to be careful you got to do this this way so you can make sure you make it home at night so you don't go to the wrong place and you don't get shot and now it's not fair at all but that's the reality of the situation life's not fair yeah, you're right and it's really not fair for black people um nah, you know nah. here's just a small thing just me and my wife my daughter we're looking at homes and we pull up in the driveway and it's the self uh tour homes so they got the little you know what i mean they got the little code that you got to go through the you process. open it on the app yeah like the, you know the license all that joint you know what i mean and we're in the driveway and I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I, we're in there for five minutes already, maybe even eight minutes. And now I'm like, okay, babe, we we gotta, hey, my data moving slow for whatever reason. Maybe I got got bad connection over here. But we, can you do it on your phone? We gotta hurry up and get moving because, unfortunately, being black, even in a nice car, a 2018, still thinking we're in this type of neighborhood and people are gonna look weird at us. 
because we're parked in this driveway and we and we haven't done any activity. We ain't done anything. No guns, no loud music, no nothing. But you're a nigger. Bro, it's, it's, you're it, a nigger though. I just, man, look. My brothers but see, out there. that's something that you picked up on at 33 years old. Well, yeah. At 16, you try to, at, at 16, you don't, you're not aware of, you don't believe that's real. Exactly. You have to live to understand that now, yeah. that can happen to you. Yeah. And unfortunately, we have to be as older people, older men, the ones to hammer at home. Like, I remember being 16 years old and feeling like, nigga, what Tony say, you got the world by the balls. Mm-hmm. Oh nigga, can't nothing happen to me. Fuck him. I'll go knock on his door. I don't give a fuck if ain't nobody there. We'll kick in his window. Like that's just the attitude that we have yeah. as young, like bravado young black men having bravado and you just you can't sometimes operate like that. It's good in some yeah. senses why you still have it to do it. Uh but at the same time you gotta be you gotta be knowledgeable of what's going on. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's you know. And I don't even know what his life will be like when he gets out. Who he's gonna be mad at? If he's gonna be mad at whoever sent him the address, he's gonna be mad at his twin. You know what I mean? He's gonna be mad at the world for he didn't he did something non-threatening and got and almost died. Like y'all, let, let's recognize that before we move on. Like he did something that was non-threatening, ringing the doorbell, maybe jiggling the handle of the doorknob. But again, if doing something non-threatening, whatever the type of the time time of night it is, whatever, man. Like I don't know. It's it it just it's a lot for us, bro. It I talked about it a few weeks ago. It's just like I just feel like we should have certain exceptions as black people. Like I just do. I, I feel like, like reparations. <laughs> Not even reparation. I just feel like, like at a job, for example, like if you feel like we're not doing certain things and you feel like it's fire worthy, you we should have a meeting with the boss. You should tell me this is fire worthy, but because you're black, I'm giving you another chance because you have it harder than everybody. Cool. The other day, uh, that ain't we got fair. Wait, 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 wait. Fair. Wait, wait. What are we, whoa, what, are we what? What did you just say? I feel like, for example, at a job that you're working yeah. let's say you're you might be slacking or you might have just had too many mistakes or too you ain't make your quarter right right and you got brought in the office yeah i feel like the bosses say what you've been doing lately is fire worthy you should be yeah. fired but because yeah. you're black and i know how hard it is for <laughs> you in this country because you're black facts I, I'm going to give no, you a good box chance. does that though. It, see that down. You talking about something different now? We getting away from black and white. You talking about no, 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 what no. type of employee it is? Though. Nah, bro. This is no. I I don't care about the employee. You, you should. You, if you, that got a lot to do with it though. It you do. Can't but but, that. What I'm, but what I'm saying is I'm saying where black exceptions should flow into society. That's what I'm nah, saying. Nah, because then you're gonna have a lot of half-ass niggas on jobs. Bro, and you only shit get gonna behave when they get. But I'm tough. saying you only get one chance. I'm not. You get an additional chance past fireworthy. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying oh you keep getting chances because you're black. No, you get. I'm telling you, I've let it ride like a good boss. I've let it ride for a while. You still keep messing I up. I don't like that, man. I don't like that. Man. Bump that. Bro. I think you can't. You can't. I'm not going in with the expectation of I'm gonna fuck up because I'm black. I don't no, want you to that, give me like 
special special like like uh, you black Why? now i'm gonna let you know my nigga because okay, but what if you get fired because you're black? Then what? That happens too. Okay, so then but I should have the exception. I don't understand how you're getting there. I don't understand how you're getting that? from. You're expecting or you're saying that it should be correct for your boss, white, black, whatever their nationality is, to call you into their office and say, no, hey. No, non black. So it has to be a non black. Mm -hmm. why because black if we have i'm i'm hoping the understanding is okay you're black i'm gonna give you those chances that's a given so if i fire you understand i gave you the black chances that's that's a part (laughs) of it i because i know how hard it is for us i ain't gonna be like yeah nigga you know we i ain't gonna do all that but understood when i give you that look we on the same page (laughs) <laughs> so, oh, well, nah, brother. Nah, like, bro. Like, what nah, nah. Where do we? Where do we get our advantages, Spike? We get no but advantage. Being black, this, like you get the advantage. There ain't no advantage being oh. black. Ain't no advantage. Yeah, well, stop. Stop. Ain't no, what, what advantage? Ain't nobody got the perspective that black people have. What is? How's that an advantage? That's why we lead in entertainment. That's why we lead in what everything. Does that mean? In the, you're talking about industry, right? How people make money. That trickles down. There's a lot of black businesses that root from those things. Agents, athletes, uh, excuse me, agents, people that work within, like we were just talking about hip hop. You know how many jobs hip hop and stuff like that have spurned out, not just on high levels, but even trickling down to low levels from blackness. Who's over just top blackness of in general. So well, there are advantages to. Hmm? Who's over top of that, though? What do you mean? You saw about is that taken away from the, all the people that are making money from it? Though? Okay, but if I feel like you out, if I want you out, what does that mean? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna agree. I'm not gonna agree with you that there are no advantages to being black. That's crazy. That sounds I, 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 crazy. I don't think it's been, in this country. I don't think so. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you're at a disadvantage in everything, but I, I don't definitely think there's an advantage. Not at all. Do you think that's the right mindset to teach your daughter? Like, would you tell your daughter, like, look, you're black. So you're already at a disadvantage. So I want you to go out in the world and expect that at some point people have to make concessions for you because you black. Like that's what you're telling me. Like you want a job to make concessions for you because you black, and it's gonna be harder for you somewhere else. So I know, nigga, I know, little nigger, that you might not be able to get another job, little nigger. So I'm gonna give you one more chance. I'm. I'm. Like, do you like how that sounds? You're putting it. You're, you're moving the goalposts. You definitely know that, <laughs> little nigger. Come on, dog. But what I'm saying is, no, I think we should, bro, because we have we're at a disadvantage in so many areas. Yes, give me grace in the job world. Yes, give me extra, because we're not gonna get. No, we don't even get the normal, bro. What are we talking about? I don't even get the normal as every other ethnicity. Give me the extra, bro. Yes, I want that. I, I don't see it, man. I I don't see that, bro. I, I I'm not saying I, that, like, I don't I don't get see because you might have your experience might be different. If I'm not saying hey, give me extra money because I'm black, give me the promotion because I'm black. I'd say that. Give I me would the, say all of that before what you say. Give me a give extra, me the promotion because I'm black. Hire me because I'm black. Give me the extra money because I'm black. But don't you dare pull me in no office and tell me I'm gonna give you another chance because you're black. And I don't think that the world not? is. Why not? Because, because when you leave, that's a defeatist attitude, bro. 
What? I don't want anybody looking at me and thinking, ah, oh, man, poor guy. That poor fella, man, I'm going to give him another chance. Poor guy, I want give him a raise. A chance. No, I, because I earn it. No, I no, 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 because you're black. Poor guy, he's black. Okay, that's give fine, too. But same I don't thing. want the poor guy. Take the poor guy off of him. No, it's like, the same thing. I don't want, I don't <laughs> want to, to hand out the food. No, it's not, though. Okay. If you're looking at it as a business owner and you're like, hey, man, I'm hiring this person because they're black. And on the other side of that, you're saying, hey, man, I'll give you another shot because you're black. That don't sit right with me, bro. It's the same it thing. Don't sit right with me. It's not. It's not at all. How is it not? I gave you an opportunity. It's the same thing. Look, right. I gave you an opportunity on both scales, succeeding or failing. I gave you a shot I on both be, ends be, okay. because you're black. I don't want to be that? held to a different standard because I'm black. I want to be able to know. I want someone to know that's making those decisions. If I'm in that position, that I can do this. I don't, I don't want it to have to come to all oh, because you're black. I'm extending grace to you. I want it to be. I'm good at this, so I'm extending grace to you. You can. You have potential at this. I'm extending grace to you. Or if it's a black person in that position, yeah, you black. So I'm going to give you the opportunity that most black people wouldn't get and give you a shot. But no means necessary do I want it to be, man, you underperforming. But because you black, I kind of expected this from you, Leroy. See, come in see, here at 10 go. 15 I, instead of 10 o'clock. So, no. Leroy, look, you can't come in here at 10 15 <laughs> no more. You got to be here at 10. But I'm going to give you another shot, bro, because I know it's hard. I know your car broke now. I know you take the bus to work. That's what I hear when I hear you saying that, bro. See, I don't you, want you that. Gotta, I don't want you... nobody to think of my people as that. Nigga, I can get here on time. I can do the job. I can do it better than Despite anybody you, you got in here. On and I want the money that you paying everybody else too. That's you what put, I'm but, expecting. But you're putting the sauce on it, dog. Because it's not that. You got to. This is podcast. <laughs> nah, bro. Like, uh, you, I know you're broke. I know you got five baby mamas. I know you That's how it sounds when you say that. I know you're ducking good shots. I know you're dancing on TikTok. Come on. Give me another shot, boss. Give me another shot, boss. Boss, give me another shot, boss. Come on. No, 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 no. I ain't say give me another shot. I'm saying they pull you in the office and say, hey, you're normally a good performer. I would sue the shit out of a company if they did that to me. I would sue the I'm quitting like, where, where, You don't have to worry About firing you, me for that I will quit you And ex- I'm gonna get y'all For that bag what, Here's what I'm saying You're a good performer Like the rest of the workers Okay They bring you to me And say Lou Listen Spike but go ahead. Spike listen <laughs> That's fine They call you Spike at work Yeah This guy Spike <laughs> Listen you're a good performer like the rest of the employees. I've had mm-hmm. talks with all of the employees. I've mm-hmm. given them another chance. I'm giving another you another chance. chance. I've give I've given them another chance because I, I I believe in them. Okay. And let's say the first chance they gave you was because you're a good worker like the rest of them. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. I gave so they say, Spike, look, I see this going on, this is happening. Look, I believe in you as a worker. Do this. All right, boom. They meet with you again six months down the road. You have a, you have another struggle. Sales, the numbers ain't lining. You ain't really reaching where you need to. All right. The numbers are not lining up, Spike. I believe in you as a worker. But unfortunately, I would have to let you go. However, mm-hmm. and then it goes into the, the black thing. Because you're black? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be seeing you in court. If you gotta let me go because I'm black, that's that is a lawsuit. Just no, I'm FYI. gonna keep you. I'm give you another chance because you're black. 
that it also is the loss. <laughs> no, because now you have an advantage. That's not a. That's an advantage now. See, but what is not what now? It's an advantage now. Because I, they already fired somebody. Now I gave them their first chance. I had to talk with them. They didn't. They couldn't perform. I let them go. I gave you a second chance because you're black. Now you have an advantage. That's crazy. I, don't, I, I still don't see how you get there that that's a good thing you, versus a, a bad how, thing how is it a bad thing somebody pulling you to the side not black saying hey man I gave you a shot because you're black I you mean, don't see a problem they'll with dress that it, they'll dress it up differently it's not going to be that direct obviously but but let's have a real conversation they even go for a while let's go for a lunch and let's dress it up like look man to man or woman to man Eye to eye, boss to employee. Bro, I would I would be thinking like, who the fuck do you think I am to that person? That's what that would be my thought process in my head. I now maybe I do need that opportunity, and maybe I would appreciate it. But deep down, me, Spike Lou, I would be like, who the fuck do this person think I am? That because you like, what type of black people have you met? What do you know about black people? Where you feel like, well, I, got, I just got to get this black guy a shot. I, I don't I don't get to where you getting that that's a good thing. I don't understand that. It's an advantage. No, an Every advantage is I'm smarter than someone. I may work harder than someone. I can right. do the job better than you can. It's not the country we live in. Or if we play basketball, yeah, being black is an advantage. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> people love the NFL. Like, who cares? It's a bro? joke. It's a joke that black people play basketball better. That's when it's an advantage. I just don't see in a workplace or you saying that, hey, man, yeah. I'm going to keep you right. Cause you black, bro. Like, how is that an advantage? Look, all that's I'm, racist. That is racist. It is it, okay, sure. It's racist, but use racism on a on a good side. I don't care. Keep my checks coming. Guess what? When you tell me that, I'm gonna start looking for another job. You just gave me a grace period. Fine. That's yeah, it. I'm gonna start looking for a lawyer. And when you tell me that, because you can't sue. So, Spike, then where do we that? get our advantages as being black? In this country, you say the industry and you say we're in the entertainment. Yeah, but that's like to me, low key, it's like, okay, I love our people. We're in acting. We Being love to black see is the advantage, though. Don't not. let them you buy into, into that Charlemagne. That's not you buying into that Charlemagne thinking. You need to that's buy not. into it more, bro. No, like, bro that's I read the only book. way that it's going to work for nah, you, bro. You buying into it way too much. Like, black privilege? No, no, sir. Like, it's, yeah, it, there, there's stuff that only black people can do, bro. But what? It, how does that benefit us as a total? Well, it wouldn't because most of them think like you're thinking. Like, hey, man, that ain't no. Nah, we can't nah. do that. I nah. need a special advantage because I like what I. I can't understand how you think it's more beneficial for you to think that I want to be excused because I'm black versus thinking that I'm special because I'm black. How do that sound it's, when it's that's the same said out loud to you? It's the same. It's thing. not. I'm gonna give you another chance because you're special because you're black. But it's not no, no, worded that way. Say special though. You're, you're putting thing, it though. another way. You're saying that because I have underperformed and not did something right, I'm getting another chance because I'm black. black I'm saying because I'm, huh? And black is special. You guys are special, okay. so I'm gonna give you another chance. So that's how you you would take that as. You're special. If someone called you into an office and said, hey, look, man, you're underperforming. I really would let you go if you were Asian, if you were white, if you were Hispanic. But because you're black and I know that it's hard out there for you guys, it may be difficult for you to give another job. 
I'm going to tell you, hey, man, you need to do better and not fire you because you're black. That's good. That's cool for you. It gives me a grace period to find another job. Like, that's it. Like, to me, that's all it is. It's not, I'm not going to continue okay. to work for you. Wait, wait, wait. Throw the, throw the other job part out. I'm just asking, how do you receive it in that moment as a man? I'm going to be like, hmm, that's really interesting. The fact that you said that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ponder over it overnight, all night. I'm going to look at you when I see you. And then from that point on, I'm going to make my play, but I'm going to be like, okay, that's cool. I'll take it. So it's not an advantage then, bro. Like if How's you it? feel like that you got to start looking for another job, if you feel like that was just a heads up or means to an end of an inevitable fight, the fate that was going to happen anyway, it's not an advantage. It's not a. How, if someone was it? looking at you, if someone were looking at you as special on the other token and saying, "Hey, because you're special, and that special comes with you being black, I'm going to offer you the grace and extension on how to fix the problem, on how to be or excel at what we're trying to do." I don't want grace because I'm not doing well and you think just because I'm black that that has something to do with me not doing well. The way you're putting is how is how it sounds. It ain't because I'm black that I'm underperforming. So don't give me another chance when I'm underperforming because I'm black. No, it's not because I'm black I'm underperforming. I'm underperforming because for whatever reasons that is. Right. However, okay. I'm giving you another chance because you're black and I understand I don't have as a white man as a white boss I don't have many things to do but black people are in my heart and I can't do much for you as a white man and white privilege however this is a moment if I could help I'm going to give you another chance and from there you take it take it as you may if I had to meet with you again you're fired cool I'm not even saying that's the only place for some kind of advantage what I'm saying is we're not getting it now we don't get equal opportunity in anywhere in this country with the exception of uh, athletics so it's like but that don't speak to us not being special though that just speaks I'm not to saying the lack of not, opportunity I'm not, saying, I'm not saying we're not special well you said that Charlemagne stuff was bullshit it's no, not I'm saying calling having, black, having black, black privilege, privilege is a thing it's a thing where's the privilege they sell it where's the privilege dancing where's on Instagram and TikTok no, not at all. Where's the privilege? That's the only, where's the privilege in being black? Yeah, where's the privilege in this country? Hmm. Where is the privilege in being yeah, firing black? people for saying nigga? That's the that's the that's the black privilege in this country. When they say nigga, it's like oh, Roseanne cancel her show. We're gonna move on. We're gonna call it this. Oh, there's the privilege. You can't say nigga. That's it. So you feel like as an American, I'd have to think about that question more. Okay. But you feel like, and you're pretty adamant in your stance that mm -hmm. as a black person in America, there are no privileges that we have. Is that what you're saying? Not privileges that are moving us as a whole. Like, what, what do you mean when you say moving us as a whole? What does that mean? Like Ralph Yarl. It's like as we, the privilege should be, this is, this is so unfortunate. The privilege should be we're going to treat the trial exactly like we would everybody else. The minute we find out this in two days, this guy is going to I don't care if he's 84, 75, however old this white man is. The fact that you shot without asking questions, without invest anything, that's it. The fact that the general, the, the person that killed Trayvon Martin is like off and sold his gun online that he killed Trayvon with and people were the bids were stupid high like unfortunately that should be a privilege just just by being treated normal 
that um, that should be our privilege but we talk about black privilege to me black privilege would be equal equality in this country coming from slavery to now being treated as equal not second-class citizens not minorities not so we don't have that here so when you talk about black privilege to me when we talk about all oh, the culture all oh, the media all oh, the <laughs> entertainment that's cool and i love it because it it feeds us in our community however from a general and a, a mainstream totality what what privilege do we really have okay so here's a question for you based off that because i don't know I, i'd have to think about that more but i was having this conversation this can lead us into my thoughts and then the rest of the topics for the week that was a good conversation again this leads into it you say that black people don't have any privilege here do you feel like it exists anywhere in the world yeah it could i mean it could i i have no idea i never traveled outside of the country so but it could exist i mean predominantly black i mean i don't know you you would know better than i would because i know you've been you said jamaica and mm-hmm. somewhere else so i i have well, no I, idea. this okay true this is more so about your interpretation of the world though based off what you've seen studied read well, saw, i kept saying this country what do you think i'm saying uh, but yeah now let's, let's expand the conversation okay you as a man maurice what do you think that that exists anywhere else in this world black privilege yeah privilege being an advantage right yeah okay you as a black american i I, i'm honestly not sure bro i have zero i I don't know what it's like to go i have no idea like what do you mean i think though what do you think you have an idea that in america there is no chance that we have any privilege do you think that black privilege exists anywhere? You don't have to know for sure. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe a place where it's not as many black. I mean, I not I as many know, white man. people. I don't know. Maybe if if people have an appreciation for black people, black culture, maybe and you're not famous, you're regular Joe like me or you. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know China. I, I have no idea. Like where they're looking, like oh, it's a black person hey how you doing you know and they know a little english maybe there might be some privilege there like oh we're happy to see a black person or something but i i but well, that ain't nothing but notoriety when you talk about privilege we're talking about like you're talking like advantages. about well, I, I, I yeah, advantages i get this job because i'm black i have a better opportunity to be uh-huh. more successful because i'm black uh-huh. you don't think that exists nowhere in the world i can't see it I don't how see is that why. possible bro it's more black people in the world than anything it's more black people in the world than anything. Absolutely. What do you mean? Absolutely, bro. It's more black people in the world. It's more people that are people of color than it is anything in the world. Black people. Okay, black, black people, people look people like you and me. People of black color. Black people that look like you and you're me. You're gonna have more to send of us some in stats, the world than dog. anything. You gonna have to you send me. <laughs> people of what color and think? black people. What do you mean? Well, you well, what do you think? Well, I, I ain't talking about Asians. That's why I like, no, come on, like, bro. They got it. They run it, they bro. <laughs> they run it. What are you talking about? Outside of Asians, oh, okay. from a, a whole standpoint, like including if you include America, Africa, the Caribbean, 
all around the world where black people are there are more black people than there are white people so how would there be a lack of black black privilege worldwide like could you see where places in the world that there would be some black privilege if you well, think the same thing about america right you could well, see where outside of america that would exist right well the reason why i don't see it as much like outside of here because it's not so much a privilege it's the regular it's the standard but that's a that's privilege though just like we talk about the white people this, here in america the, their in regular country, is privilege. that is right privilege. in there it's not privilege it's our, see, our you, viewpoint makes that privilege because we're not familiar with it. Over there, it's not privilege because this is their familiarity. This is norm. So to us, our viewpoint is privilege, but it's not privilege because it's not over here. That's what I'm saying. So where do you think that black people could have privilege at? You don't think that that exists? People got to pull out the stops for us. That would make it an advantage, but nobody's going to do that. But... but I don't, what, is, what does that mean? Pull out the stops. Okay. Uh, if you happen to kill somebody from self-defense, you're not questioned at all as a murderer. Why do we got to go all the way? Let's, let's, let's That's break the first it back. Thing that came to let's not That's, go all the way over the okay. murder. Let's go to job, housing, good schools, places where black people, because there are more of them, are put first. Do you think that those type of places exist? Well, I'm saying you would then that means you would have to like like how they do with white people. We have to put it on the same line with white privilege. So it's like you would have to like, you know what? I see there's some spots missing in your resume, but you know what, buddy? They give you the little nugs, like they're not gonna say right. it, but they're like, cause you're white. I think it'd be that happens in America. White privilege, right? Right, right. So that worldwide, if you went to Africa, let's say you you took your family and you moved to a predominantly black place. Do you think that you would have any privilege in that place? I mean, if you want to call it privilege, but it's like it's the same thing that you're saying white people but, are getting but here. But, here but, so it's privilege but, here. It got to be privilege white, there. Hold on, but it's white people, and it's the country's not fully white. At, if you're talking about Africa, it's majority white though, it's majority okay, white. This country right. is majority white. Right. right, it's majority white. However, it's not all. So you can't white. expect them to have privilege because they are the majority. That's my point that I was getting to right i think it's more than just majority but okay you got a point i think well, it's, it's, it's a lot more than majority absolutely but that's part of it i see you you look like me i'm gonna like you said wink wink nudge nudge i'm gonna get you through the door but that happens still also for black people though like we can't be under the guys that like we we can't play victim and say that we don't have privilege i think what charlamagne did and said that that's really important and if you're thinking about it from a world standpoint, there are more black people than white people. We hold more privilege outside of this place probably than we do here, as you're saying. So my question to all that would be, what keeps you in America? Why won't you just leave? <laughs> as they say, I'm, you? I'm broke, nigga. No, I'm just playing. I, I mean, it ain't as expensive as you think. Like, let's say you were able to get a job. Would you be open to leaving this country since you felt that way? I'd be open to leaving this country if you were able to set up a nice job in another country predominantly black country of course it wouldn't be america so you're gonna take it ain't gonna be a first class country like the stuff that you're used to here you may have to have patchy internet every now and then and just different things but you would be making nice money it would be predominantly black you would have privilege 
would you be open to doing that and leaving America? I think I would be. If if, if I, I was Dolo, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I'm talking about taking your family. Yeah, it don't work. I know way. Dolo. It don't work that way because we have to be full full press ahead, like all on the same. No, this is gonna put you in. Let's say this puts you in. Let's say you come across uh, African chic. Well, he a prince. He need a graphic designer for his royal team. So you gonna get paid well. Yeah. It ain't that you ain't have no. It, your wife probably might not even have to work. Prince Uchi, yeah, <laughs> Prince Hakeem and the whole <laughs> Zamundin team. Yeah, Zamunda. Yeah. Kinda, yeah, Would you do that? Again, Since it, you feel it, that way about America, yeah, like I would be open to it. Like if we had a conversation, and we really were on the same page about like this is what's going on. This is what we're feeling. Yeah, I would be absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I would be. Seem kind of reluctant, Maurice. I don't know. Well, it's because I can't. I can't give you a guaranteed answer because there's other elements. It's not just me. Me, Dolo. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. If I'm by myself and and I was to make that play and things were different, yeah, I would go over there do some trial runs. You know, go through some different countries, do some trial runs, and see what the vibe is like. And then from that point, yeah, if I'm if I'm I'm thinking. I could be better off here than and then where I'm at. Absolutely. But if it's not that, then of course I just have to settle for what it is. And we already settling for what it is because it is what it is. When he says black privilege, I understand where he's coming from, but I can't operate in this country thinking about, oh, this is how it is in every country outside of it. It doesn't. It's not going to benefit my day to day. My bottom line. So I, I get. To say it's like, oh, well, there's more black people than anybody in the country, and there's black privilege and elsewhere, in but it's world. not in this country. World. In the world, but it's not here. What does that benefit me? I, I well, can't it helps sh- you think. It helps your thought process of thinking that one, you should get privilege because you're underachieving and you're black just because you're black. Like you should get a break just because you're black. And two, it lets you know that yeah, there are stuff that just black people can do. There is a such thing as black privilege. Somewhere bro. else. I don't have it right off the tip of my tongue right now. People that are listening, please send it in to me yeah, what definitely. you guys definitely. consider black privilege and things that only we can do. But Maurice and I are definitely on two totally <laughs> different sides <laughs> to the point with this. That you, this sounds like when Candace Owens, that black lady that's the Republican rightist, when she says black people have this defeatist attitude, that sounds like what you're saying. No, see, you like, bro, I can't. I couldn't. Nah, I'm not going to let I you box me there. I'm not going to let you that's box what, me. But that's what it sounds like you're saying, bro. You are you literally were asking like, hey, man, I'm black, man. Give me another shot just because I'm black. Like, what the So way? what? People white get they get chances and shot. White people be killing people and get the grace. And this is the this is an extreme, but they get grace in the most extreme area. I can't get it in the most minute area by a job. Are you kidding me? I'm saying you shouldn't want it. That's our, I came, That's our problem. I came That's with my ass on my so chest. I'm here. Nah, I'm performing. Bro. Ain't no proud. I, I know that I'm worth it. Ain't no proud. Ain't no. I know That's that I pro- can do That's just it, as much as another motherfucker can. But it's like, nah. To me, it's like we're playing a game where they got all the cheat codes, and we want to play it regular, and then we want to sit there like, nah. I want to win the regular way. They got the cheat codes. <laughs> You're not gonna win. Give me a cheat code or two. That's what I'm saying, bro. And, and that's the thing. You have cheat codes. What is the cheat codes? I don't know. 
You black. Dig it out, nigga. Nah, nope. Dig it out, nope. nigga. Nope. See? Cook, nah, nigga. nah. That's ain't no, nah, not in this country. Dig it out, nigga. No. That's what motherfuckers want it to be easy, though. It's not going to be easy, It ain't got to be. That's, it's not e it's, that's asking, still not easy. You're asking me. You're saying, well, what's my cheat code? What's my privilege? Part of your privilege, nigga, is figuring it out. We do that every day, Life though. Is not that's not a privilege to figure it out. That is. It is. 100%. That's black privilege right there. To, oh, cause we're. That sounds like I just fresh off of slavery. You got the freedom oh, to think. Nigga. That's what that sounds oh, like. Nigga. Not think, dude. You got the. You got the freedom to figure it the fuck but out. That's what we do. And, and nobody How's has to privilege? make any concessions for you just being black because I can figure it out. Yeah, we we <laughs> we agree to disagree because we yeah. just looking at it totally. Don't have to. But that's that's this is great. Nonetheless, it's great conversation. Y'all can hit us up another week. I can't wait to Big Jeff. Big Jeff, when you hit this, let me know what you think. Uh, yeah, man. If, I know he, Big hit, Jeff if he hit you that. or hit us both, hit you, man. Let me know. I, I want to know him. what Big Jeff thinks. About I this, definitely man. do. Friend of the show. Yeah. So he might, he might, he might come. Uh, he might come at me. I don't know. I don't know I, where he's. I'd love to know what other people who listen hey, to Dro, think about Dro, this conversation. Dro, yeah, yes, please, Dro, tell me what you think. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Man, we gotta have these people on the show, but um, maybe some voice notes and we can play them on the oh, show. Maybe we get a voice yeah. note from them and you add it in the editing for next week. Can't you, you send it on Instagram? I don't know. I Maybe think you so. can send Probably it on IG. So, yeah. I think there's get some can, voice notes. Send us some voice notes about this topic, man. Yeah, we you need can, to start incorporating that with the show. That's that what would be do. fire. Yeah, you used to do that on yeah. deck, didn't you? Probably so. Yeah. Some, some, some along that line. Right to us. Yeah. Send us some voice notes of yeah, this topic fine. right here, man. What, are, what are black privileges that we have in America? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do we have any at all? As Maurice doesn't think we do. So yeah, I, I, I want to hear yeah, that. Yeah. All right, that was my part of what we thought about. Would you leave this country? Because I was having a conversation with a homeboy of mine, and you were talking about, um, I'm not sure if you've been following, but the financial markets and how the American dollar is going to take a big hit because Saudi Arabia, Russia, China, oh, they're the teaming one. up against us. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about how bad it might get in America and, you know, the apocalypse now and shit. And I just looked at him. I was like, well, bro, why wouldn't you just leave? What the fuck is keeping you here in America? Like the rest of the world is gonna be pumping. I'm not staying here and going through uh, inflation and all of these things that they saying it could possibly be bad and awful for the next five six years. Like if it start getting that bad, I'm gonna leave, bro. I'm not sticking it out. In Are America, you okay ever. with being broke in another country? Why would I be broke? You're, You're gonna be broke here. This is where the money is right, gonna right, 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 be right. like. But money. what I'm saying so, is, just say you take all that you got. Let's say you say, look. I got a little right. bit. Let's say I got a grant. Like you move. I'm not okay with being broke anyway, so I don't want to put right, that. I mean, now. I know that, but what I'm saying, being realistic, like you, you moved to ATL. You said with fifteen hundred, thirty five hundred. What was it? Thirty five hundred dollars. Thirty five hundred. All right. So, yes, say you got a little bit. Let's say you got about twelve hundred in your savings. This is just right. emergency funds, and then you yes. got, and then you got your paycheck, and you just got paid like two grand or something. Okay. You say okay, just leave the country. You leave yes. off of that two grand. It's in dire circumstances like that. Yes, absolutely. And so you get there. If, if things start getting crazy, if it's getting to where like grocery store lines are around the corner, niggas can't get gas, you can't buy food, shit is shutting down. It's looking like Venezuela looked maybe a couple of years ago because they dollar plummeted. Yes, get me on the first thing out of here. I go to Canada, I go to Mexico, I go to the Caribbean, I go to the UK, I go to Africa, I go anywhere. I have no ties to this country and trying to be here and figure it the fuck out with these people. I do not give two fucks. <laughs> these people. I will leave, bro. I do not care. What happened to the black privilege? Love just play. 
it's worldwide. I know that that's that's why you gotta come to the yeah. thought process of that. Black privilege <laughs> is worldwide, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. touche. I feel. Yeah, I, that, that's what I want. I was just like, bro, I'm no, not out of That's a deep conversation. I'm not sticking it out in this country. Fuck nah, this. Nah, nah. We, we don't. Black people not patriotic. We not patriotic at all. You ain't gonna catch no American flag that, in our yeah, cars, nah, nah, nah. on our houses. You're not gonna catch no flags from us. Like we not patriotic because we. Anyway, you know how we feel about it. Yeah, but. patriotic black people confuse me. They super confuse nah, I don't me. really. I don't get that. You have. I a, know niggas went to the army and shit, and I get it. But yeah, I don't understand well, because of the advantages, because of the you know benefits that come with like. Yeah, I keep going to the army. Yeah, like okay, if that's right. yeah if that's what you have. I to do, do get that's that. cool, I do but that. I don't get like nigga. I'm an American. I'm an American. Like, I'm gonna Coming die and to fight America. for this country. <laughs> you can't get the fuck out of my face. That's funny. <laughs> Oh, take that shit to trial, boy. Um, but this week you want to we, do this? We we had pre cooking. Did you want to do this as favorite or what you think? What about a, how far you know? You want to continue yeah, we, on with the topic? Yeah, yeah, we can do this. We can do this. Um, this week we're talking about grief and compartmentalization or compartmentalizing. Uh, the reason it brought me to this because recently, um, you know, last week, uh, those are some of our, I call it torn pages. Those are some of our unreleased material. We'll always try to keep unreleased material when maybe me and Spike are not able to collaborate for uh, life. We talk about life on life. So this week we're talking about grief and uh, compartmentalizing. So I recently went out of town to a funeral. It was my aunt Greenway, rest in peace. Um, very challenging trip. Um, it was in kentucky and we're, we're in Florida. Yeah, name greenway greenway yes um very challenging trip it was a very long drive you know what i mean about 11 and a half um but we broke it up kind of stopped at a hotel finished the three and turned around did the same thing finished the three and a half or whatever um but you know there's these moments of grief and it it brought me to this and i thought this was an interesting thing to talk about because spike i know you talk about in you know your sh- shows that you review and kind of the show that with Sopranos that we review, how like certain things you just you're not connected to certain emotions because that's just how you always been. It's it, I don't know if it's a genetic thing, if it's a nature versus nurture thing with you. So my qu- my first question I would ask you about that, just being a black man, a man in general, and people in general, uh, have you had grief or felt that before, like real grief, where you like I'm having a really hard time getting past this uh, uh i felt grief i haven't felt the, the really hard time getting past this to my knowledge um yeah my one of my best friends died from a heart condition when we were maybe 2006 so we were 24 25 years old that uh I was really close to my great-grandmother and great-grandfather. They passed early in my life, maybe 9, 10. So grief from that. My grandmother passed. It was probably one of the closest person to me in my life. Uh, grief from that. Um, but not in the sense of, I don't know what I'm going to do. I want to sit in a room in the dark and I'm going to be depressed. Not saying that there's anything wrong with that. It's just, I don't, I don't, from grief, I don't, I rarely make it to that place. Do you f- deal with that in that way? Uh, I mean, I'm probably there with you. Um, I go in a little bit, but I, I want to elaborate a little bit. I want to, I want to follow up to what you were saying because I, I want to kind of pick at your brain a little bit more. But like, 
my cut my uh my aunt passed last year uh my cousin passed of an overdose uh that was rough I, I'm, I'm normally when I go to funerals I'm going to probably shed a tear and normally the tear moment is like when they close the casket uh, mm. it's we in my family both sides we really don't go to the grave site that's just not our thing you know what I mean because it's like once we end the service that's it we don't need to see you even though I know now they don't put them in the ground until everybody's gone like that, that's the thing they do now for the most part but like when they close that casket that's it and even me my request is like Ain't no wake. You don't. Nobody sees me that way. Like that is, you don't get to see me. Like, oh, I need to say my goodbye. No, your last time you talked to me was your goodbye. You don't get to see me. You got this painting or you got this portrait on this display. That's what it is. I want my presence to be an everlasting presence to those that I was, uh, you know, blessed to be in a part of their life or whatnot. So I don't even want to have a wake. I tell my wife, I said, don't. I'm telling you, I don't care what the funeral home, the church, wherever. There ain't no wake. Ain't no moment that anybody gets to see me in that way. That's just not. It's not happening. Period. But why? anyway, what what do you why is why, it? why is what do you need to see, why do you need to see me that way? You don't think that's selfish? It's it's my what, bro? You're you're gonna be dead, bro. You literally won't know what's going on. I'm not saying so. I can stop if those anything. people want to celebrate. Yeah, no, it's, it's those people want to celebrate you. If they want to grieve that way, why would you want that not to happen? You're going to be dead. Because to me, the impact to you, you're yeah, going to be me, dead. So, so what? Like dead. most most people that agree, okay, you have a small portion of people that was always in your in your in your your transactions on a regular. But okay. majority of people wasn't in your transactions like that. So it's yeah. like, why at this moment? You need this closure to see my dead body in the casket. Nah, you can look at this beautiful image of me and think about the moments we had. You don't mm. need to see this moment. That's me. Mm. That's Obviously, I can't do nothing about it. If if my my dead body's there and for whatever reason they did whatever they did, they did. You know what I mean? But that is my one request, and and I'm hoping that that's that's respected. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? And my granddad was like that. Like it wasn't no. It wasn't no wake. His presence was such a, he was just a special guy. Like we never, he, I don't know if you've ever had a person in your life where like you couldn't even imagine him dying. They had such a personality, a certain kind of light about, I don't know how to even explain it, but they had a certain thing. It was like, nah, they're going to be around for a while. There's just, I can't see them. They'll fight death itself. My grandfather was like that. You know what I mean? And so when he did, uh, passed and I was 13 and, and went there. It was this beautiful white and gold casket and they had this his his image there on on display like you know and I just thought that was so beautiful and I remember him telling my dad don't let nobody don't let certain individuals look over me while I'm in here in the hospital. Don't let certain people do certain things and you know I just thought it it, it pushed that that everlasting presence to me and so for me that's kind of the same thing i'm having if it ain't that it will be what it to be you know what i mean honestly it, it will be but i think that that's what i want but taking it away from me because it's not, not about me do you think your grieving process do you think you're 
you're not allowing yourself to feel deeply or do you think that you it's just not in you to feel past where you feel in the moments of grief mm, no, I don't think I'm blocking myself from feeling anything it's just uh, I don't know if I really understand the question. What do you mean? I don't. So, well, actually, I wouldn't want it to come off as fake. So I don't want to do too much anyway. Because I just don't. I mean, for some people, it may be necessary. For me, it's not. That's my thought process. You, so maybe that keeps me from being overly emotional or expressing it in that way but I, the last thing I would want it to could come off is it was being extra so that was probably in the back of my mind but uh, we had like when my grandmother passed like I have a most of my immediate family they, they have personalities like me like we're not very emotional people I think I said this on this show before um, I had a, a cousin she's not an immediate cousin like a second or third cousin she was close to my grandma. She wanted to give a speech and she was crying. And our immediate family, like my mom, my first cousin, like the rest of her grandchildren, like not dismissing what she was saying, but we just, we're not that overly emotional. I don't really have people in my family that are, in my immediate family. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just don't know any overly emotional people. So maybe I learned that coming up, but I'm, I've never like, <clears throat> it's very rare that I get like, emotionally involved in it where I'm I'm distraught or can't focus or function and I don't think it's blocking or trying not to do it it's just it doesn't feel natural to me so if it doesn't feel natural I definitely don't want to do it sometimes I'll look at people and I, I, I wonder not criticizing or talking about how they grieve but I wonder like, is that a natural grieving thing like is all of that that they doing they throwing themselves on the casket and again not judging I just wonder how natural is that because it just don't come natural for me I ne nothing ever possesses me to do that maybe it's nothing struck me like that before you so when the last time you cried I cried though I ain't saying that I'm some like fucking stone wall I probably made I made a cry yesterday listening to a song uh, really snowfall finale was yesterday absolutely man I, I'm not I don't like, like, you, I you don't genuinely don't. shed a tear like wow that was it's rare that I do it in TV that, but yeah I, I mean I get choked up I see stuff you're like damn that was dope that that made okay, when the last time you got choked up that that that's an interesting thing I would like to um it, it it wasn't long ago I couldn't specifically remember what it was. We're talking but, uh, years. Oh. You talking about like from TV shows just, or something no, just like that? Or just... it, most time, probably TV or music or maybe a conversation with somebody who's like, dang, that is, wow, that is rough. Yeah, like that happens a lot. That happens way more often to me than you think. Like just hmm. in random conversations, maybe something that you'd say. Like, uh, I know even just this week, my boy Sam hit me up. He was like, bro, I just want to commend you all the work that you're doing if i can help you i wish i could help you in any way like that those things sometimes choke me up because sometimes i just have my head down and think ain't nobody really paying attention to this i'm just doing it because i enjoy it it's fun i make a little money from it you know but when someone will hit me up and be like no nah, bro like this really meant something to me when you said this like dro like dro and i hadn't talked for a while he and I talk a lot more now since I've started doing this show than we had previously. Just like, cause life lives. 
But that sometimes choked me up. When he'll draw reach, I'd be like, bro, like that was dope that you said that. That, that, that I grew up with you and that I know you and did it move me that you said something or just normal, just paying, like, I, I fuck with this. I like that you do this. Like that chokes me up sometimes when people do that. So yeah, I mean, it ain't, I, I don't want to, I'm not void of emotion at all. Okay. But however, when it comes to stuff like that, like I'm not overly emotional, like it's just, it's, it doesn't feel natural for me to do. Yeah, I done cried in therapy plenty of times, like just not even knowing why. I don't even know if it's a setting or what. Because right. I, I feel really like, that, that yeah, that's your default. Like, it's like, this is my norm. This is my nature um, over nurture almost. And... Mm. And I know we, I know you spoke on other podcasts as well as our podcast when we talk TV shows, talk about emotional points of it and the resignation of it. And so that's what made me really interested because I, I really wanted to see with Spike, where does the emotional kick hit? Because just the other day I was watching 90210 and <laughs> that show is not the show that's going to pull your emotion as a black person. I'm going to tell you right now because it's so far from our experience. But man, bro, they got me. That was this episode where the main character, his cousin, was in a wheelchair. And spoiler. He, spoiler. I mean, that ain't no. I mean, this came out in 1990. <laughs> but nah, but his cousin was in there. He's doing, he's overcompensating. He's trying to date a chick. She, you know, regular, you know what I mean? She bad. Doing this thing, he's riding a horse because he got his, he, he could ride, he, all his upper body is working, his lower body's gone. He's, he can get him, put himself to bed. He can get up and cook. He was cooking for people trying to overcompensate. But then he go to a party. And when he go to the party, it comes to the realization that, like, I can't dance. I can't get up. I can't go get you a drink. People tripping over my steering wheel. End of the episode, him and his cousin finally have a conversation. And he's like, man, look, man, that, that day when it, the accident happened, it tripped me out that, you know, that's what happened. I, I, I shouldn't have dared you to jump where you jump because you jump and then end up landing, landing and hitting a tree and it made you paralyzed. He's like, man, well, you know, I would have did that regardless if you said that. And he's like, man, but I'm just saying I, I shouldn't have said anything at all. Just let me apologize. And then the dude just like, man, I just never. And then, bruh, I was like so close. I mean, dog, I had to tear up crying. I had to lean the head back. bro. <laughs> you know, when you start be like, yo, I had to lean the head because the the fact that it's like, dude, I basically like I did one thing wrong, and here I am, kind of. You know what I mean? So it it resonated for me. You know what I'm saying? So I tell you, just you do you watch Succession? No, I haven't watched Succession. No. Okay, so TV shows 100% resonate for me. Like they just had a show, and I don't want to spoil it because it just happened. Oh, I know what you're talking about though. Oh, um, but yeah. As I was watching that, because I'm that age, I, I'm 40 years old, bro. My mom is 60, and it doesn't, it doesn't, because my mom is a she, she a young 60. You look at her, you wouldn't think she, she probably look my age. I don't know if that's bad for me or good for her. <laughs> but <laughs> with that being said, man, it was a situation that happened on there, and and you realize it made you realize like just how quickly death could happen, especially when you're not in the same vicinity as people. Like I couldn't imagine getting a phone call, bro, and someone be like, "Hey, bro, you like your mom's not responding." Like, and me being three mile, three hundred miles away, four hours before I could get there, 
like who's in charge like who's doing stuff like how who's getting her where like i'm her only son only son so i was watching that play out on tv like i said from the team like thinking like damn bro like one day that call is gonna come oh i remember bro you just like that's gonna happen you just brought me back that's i'm i'm glad you said that the other night i was thinking about my auntie the funeral i just went to and she was found by one of her kids she was in maybe <coughs> late 60s maybe early 70s i think late 60s though found by one of her kids she would say that with my mom and joke she's like one day one of my kids gonna find me here by myself and that's exactly what happened you know but she she died in her sleep you know so she was peaceful just like my grandma and so can you imagine that though like imagine bro, that that's what kept making that me chokes cry. me up i kept yeah, crying like nigga, with, can I you imagine going to mom. knock on the door bro you being the one that find that person you, you having to be the one like that it probably feels like you're going in slow motion especially if you know what you're going into yeah like you know like hey man go check on something i haven't heard from him. nobody's heard from him. Yeah. can you go over there and see what's wrong like bro that's terrifying bro. so 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 my sister i'm gonna bring it back but my sister even i think last year she was just like i keep calling mama she ain't responding I don't know what's going on. I'm like at her door. I'm trying to open it, but I unlocked it. But the, the, the little chain is on there. She's like, I don't want to break the chain and stuff because I don't want her to have to pay for it or whatever. I was like, I asked. I said, if you feel like something really wrong, look, break you know, that goddamn chain. Break that chain. You can ask for forgiveness later. You know what I mean? I'll so pay she, for it. Yeah, that's why that's, I said she. Yeah, so I'll, she, I'll send you the money. <laughs> that's break a that fact. Shit. She broke that little chain and went in there, and, and mom ended up just taking some sleeping medicine, and she was just knocked out. You know what I mean? But I told her, I was like, if you feel that, do that. You know what I mean? But tying it back to what I was thinking about the other night, when I thought about that and my cousins finding, well, my cousin finding his mom there, uh, it resonated. And I realized, I said, man, one day that's going to be us. We're in that generation where it's going to be our parent if it ain't us first, you know. But I was like, that's going to be our parent. And then this is why I broke. Now, this I did cry. I did cry here, bro. This is the other day, last week. Then when I thought about the parents and that generation passing, then it brought me to where we are and I said wow I'm gonna have to leave my daughter behind one day and that <coughs> is almost breaking me up now like that thought hurt me so bad because it's just an it's the natural cycle of life and when I thought about that part man it took me some it took me at least two days to like process that yeah it's a lot, man. It, it's it's a lot. So I it, definitely see that. Um, but I'm glad we're talking. I'm glad we're having this conversation about about grief. Um, and then compartmentalizing too. I feel like it kind of ties into it, like the, the grief part that we were we're naturally forced to get over it and get over it, keep it moving, keep it pushing, and get back out there, go do this, do that. We always got to just get over it and be strong. But sometimes we need a moment to be weak. I I subscribe to that. Because it's okay. It, it, you're gonna be happy and you're gonna be sad. You're gonna be excited and you're gonna be, uh, you know, nonchalant. These are just the natural things of human emotion and nature. So I think that it's okay if you're gonna be strong. It's okay to have moments of weakness in regards to emotion. You know what I mean? But um, I want to ask before we wrap here: Do you think that you compartmentalize things a lot? Absolutely. And why do you do that? Or why do you think why do you do that and if and why do you think it's necessary if it's necessary 
I have to do that to be able to function, like to be able to go do a podcast damn near every day of the week to talk to people at my job and sell stuff. I have to be able to put stuff to the side and continue to move forward and then be like, fuck it, I can't think about this right now. It's hard sometimes, but I'm in a communication field. Like, like you talking about with this, if you talking about with hobby, like I communicate. So I have to be able to compartmentalize how I'm feeling sometimes to be able to effectively communicate. Because one of the most important things to me is communication. Like I haven't gotten to a place in my journey where feelings are as important to me as communicating. You don't have the time. So yeah, yeah, it's one like I, I, <laughs> communicating is more feel? efficient to me. Yeah. yeah, like I ain't got time to sit here and go over no. our feelings and like I, I don't got time to do that. I don't want to. I can compartmentalize that. We can move on, possibly come back. Let's communicate that, figure it out and keep it moving. I'm a communicator, so that's why I compartmentalize. What about you? Well, let me ask before I go. You think that's healthy? It has its ups and downs. Cause sometimes it'll just hit you. Like sometimes it'll just hit you. I know for me sometimes it's I don't want to be bothered. Like leave me alone. I don't want to answer the phone. I don't want to respond to a text. I just want to get lost in the TV show and be by myself alone. Go somewhere and people will watch just whatever. And sometimes substance. You just like I just wanna have a smoke, have a drink, something of that nature, but just I wanna unplug because I can't compartmentalize. Well, excuse me, because of that. But, yeah. So, you, so I, you, I wouldn't say it's healthy. I say it's effective sometimes, but okay. I wouldn't say it's necessarily healthy all the time. And we're not healthy all the time. I mean, that's just the human nature. I, I, I get. Do you think? Um, so, do you utilize? You talk about substance and and even possibly content. Do you utilize those as engines to get your emotion fixed off? Because you you kind of are in cruise control auto, you know automation where you're constantly moving and working and you're compartmentalizing you're communicating where you need to and you're moving to the next uh you know your next goal move to the next situation so you only have enough time to communicate compartmentalize move on to the next thing emotion takes so much that it's it's hard to almost com- uh compartmentalize emotion do you think that you utilize substance and content sometimes to like lean into like okay i need to get my emotion off and that is a form of communicating back to my emotions mm-hmm. that maybe i haven't allowed myself to feel with substance no one of the things i enjoy about smoking weed and try to stay away from drinking because drinking you can be like i will need a drink to decompress and do it so yeah but for me smoking weed ain't that like i don't be like man i just, I just need a blunt because of i just enjoy being high like that's the end of the end i'll be all it doesn't substitute feeling or emotion or anything in my in that sense drinking yeah sometimes which is why i try to cut that out um what was the other part of it? the content? Like sometimes watching oh, podcasts. No, this so Not this podcasts. is a way. F- well, just content in general. Looking at content. Yeah, like 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 make you like for example, you talk about succession. I know about the big reveal, but yeah, like utilizing what you're maybe watching or even maybe hearing to navigate a form of communication is communicating. Yeah, back absolutely. To you for Podcast. that emotional release that you're not getting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. 100% podcast conversation. Even what made us start this podcast conversations that I didn't normally hear that weren't normally being had in the spaces that I was in. 
So listening to a Joe Rogan and hearing people talk about, oh, okay, damn, I didn't know that that was normal or brilliant idiots or Joe Budden, like just a wide variety of different podcasts, YouTube videos, things of that where you are understanding and getting the different downloads that hey outside of these circles that i'm in these emotions do exist it's normal for these things to happen outside of our world so yeah it does help you process what you're going through when you maybe feel like you don't have nobody to talk to about it that's probably one of the reasons that i i dive into content so much i look at mm. listen to so much shit i've like slickly removed music out of my life i don't really listen to music that much at all it's always a book or a podcast or a youtube clip or something of that nature mm. like you know and to that being said, with the emotion thing too, that that clip that I sent you, the um, I sent you a clip about the dude. I spoke about it on the last podcast. He was talking about rechanging your mind, like about how you thought about different stuff. You know, damn, I thought I sent it to you. Well, is it the I'm TED Talk guy or the other guy that was doing that deep, real? No, no, it's it's crazy, but it works. That guy. You remember that? The white guy with the gray hair, I sent, maybe? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I sent yeah. you that. He was talking about how to rethink your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Because you was like, only only Mo would be the one. <laughs> you didn't watch it? No, I did watch, watch it. But you was like, only Mo would have this type of response to this. <laughs> what did you say about it? Well, I was just like, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I mean, I, I didn't have a deep elaborate because I, I was saying that like, it ties into a few other videos you kind of sent me the TED talk and then another one the book that you were saying like kind of the self-conscious subconscious the whole concept there like it all tied in so you was like only Mo had that type of response to you know you kind of dismissed it is what the the point it came off dismissive but to me it was all in that same bag once I got the concept I'm 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 very when I get the concept I'm locked in I got it I you know you don't have to keep bringing it that speaks to why you think that speaks to why you think black people don't have privilege. Sometimes you've got to get in the dirt and the minutia to find the different stuff. What are you saying? Like the complexity? Content. Yeah, yes, some complexity. Like what you're saying, you're right. You're absolutely right. I want to acknowledge that as far as it being the same vein yeah. of the other stuff. But the reason and the point I brought it up to the content, I sent that to you. I sent that to a lot of people that I respect their thought process and mind well-being. The great response that I got from it and using content for what you said is part of why I do it. Like I, I was talking to, I just did, uh, is the mic still on this past Sunday with Dead End? And you have the topics that he brain of the week and the guy, FIFO, shout out to FIFO. He said, man, I'm glad you're here. You sent me a video. He said, bro, I listened to that video five times. It really helped me with where I was in my journey or whatnot. Same video, sent it to this guy at work. We do these team meetings. He brought it up. Like, man, Lou sent me, man, this shit right here was powerful. I had it on repeat all week. Another guy in that meeting, oh, yeah, he sent it to me too, man. That shit was, and I say that to say that's what I look for in content. Not only stuff that will help me, but stuff that I haven't seen said in circles that I frequent and introducing the thought process to them so it becomes more normal in our society. Like what we do here. So I'll send you that video again. You can post it in the show notes if people want to see it. But yes, absolutely. You gotta, it helps you gotta me. throw that in there because I never like I can't I don't know if I don't remember, I don't get it. You definitely gotta throw it in there. Like you lock it, throw throw that link in there. I, I sent I, it to a lot of people when the feedback that I got was it hit me the same way. And I was like, okay, is it just me looking at this way? And, and people like, no, that shit was fire. And it helped me. I had it on a loop all week. So 
that being said yeah absolutely i look for that in content sometimes especially so i can share it and be like my favorite thing is motherfucker send me a podcast like man i think you may like this hmm. or something of that nature that must be really not because they like it not not because be they really oh man i think this is dope <laughs> No, not because they like it, Mo. Because they think I may like it. Yeah, you know, well, so. t- t- they have difference to get, there. Yeah, it's a difference because <laughs> you have to get so. It's, uh, that that could be some. I mean, I guess it'd be friends it's that you've known for so long yeah, because yeah. it would be such work to be like, I can't stand this. Spike would love this. Let me. Well, see. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, if, I, if you can't stand it, I wouldn't expect you to come across. Well, well, what I'm saying, but it has to be. You have to have such an open mindedness to say. Even yeah, I, sometimes I you stumble across like, stuff ah. that you weren't yeah you weren't expecting like to i say the minutiae okay. stuff sometimes you're not expecting it to be what it is then you get to looking at it you're like well damn this reminds me of such and such and a thought process that they have let me share this with them mm-hmm. maybe you went into it thinking it was something that you would have fucked with more but then you get yeah. to it and you're like well damn this helps me help them well i hope this helps them so well, did you get my ig video i sent you no i have i ain't been on ig Okay. Well, check check it out next week. It's not a homework or nothing, but just check it out. It's this very interesting video. White man talking about uh, gun laws. It was very short, but dude was giving up crazy, getting death threats because he was speaking speaking about another country and how their gun laws are and how the percentages drop versus here. But it's a little short video. It's very digestible. I I don't think it'll take up much of your time. You might hit the bathroom and be done. You know what I mean? So, um, but just to put a bow on this episode for me, uh, compartmentalizing. I definitely do that. Um, I don't know if that's more of a man thing than woman thing, and it doesn't really matter. But I think that a lot of times I have to compartmentalize because I'm trying to lead my family. You know what I'm saying? And so, but it does spew in an area sometimes where I haven't. I got undealt with emotions from my childhood. I got undealt with emotions from how my mom made me feel or my dad made me feel. I got undealt with emotions from my, uh, you know how i felt the value that i put in myself so those things come out but i just like you use content television shows to allow it to communicate back to me the emotions that i'm feeling internally so i don't have to necessarily speak about it and it's valuable to me bro so i i completely understand that but i do think we talk about minutiae i think that's necessary too in emotions because but i you know what i respect about you as we, we we close here what I respect about you, Lou, is that it seems like emotion for you and your people, your family. It the the like you said, that's not really yeah, like kind of like you know, I get it, but whatever, you know what I mean. But the fact that you are open enough to say, okay, this is not my territory. I'm not familiar with this, and I don't really get this. But maybe it does exist in me somewhere, and I'm gonna at least do some research. And then, as you've said. Those moments where somebody might give you tears of joy or choke you up a little bit like, oh, man, I guess I do feel this way. I guess I do feel these things. I respect that a lot because you could be a dude that be like, I don't feel nothing and I don't care. And that's those are the type of <laughs> brothers that I'm like, I, I've had dudes like, I'm like, all right, I'm, this is why I'm going to stop it right here because I, you don't feel it. Cool. I ain't going to waste your time. You shit, yeah. yeah. I ain't going to have that conversation, but. Nonetheless, no, I, I'm I'm 100. I'm open to. I had to grow into that. I think I grew up that way, like what you're saying. Like, oh, it don't matter to me. But yeah, as I've gotten older, like that don't it don't help me. Like you need to address, like you said, feeling mm-hmm. ain't nothing wrong with it, and letting people know that you do feel. Uh, so 100. I, I I thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Any 
as we close here, any positive words you want to give to any of our, our listeners, the norms, the regulars out there, people that we speak to every week on another week in the books, anything you want to give them to encourage them about just dealing with grief and compartmentalizing as we wrap this show, Spike. Peace and love and good night. You don't remember where that was from. Peace. <laughs> Mark Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons, Def Comedy Jam. They used oh, to that was, yeah, he was super say short. Something. Yeah. Yeah, they used to always say, hey, man, Russ, come up. Peace and love and good night. That is a Spike Lou. <laughs> that is, you might have to be Spike Simmons now. Because that is so you, bro. Peace and love and good night. Get me out of here. Well, uh, man, that, that was good. I don't think they need, we don't got to add more on it. I, I, one of the things I hate when I'm listening to podcasts when motherfuckers, Talk when they would just feel like they need to just keep talking. When so point point is proven, my nigga. You can shut up. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think we had to add much. What well, was good. All right. Well, um, this is another week in the books. Y'all can email us awitb2022 at gmail.com. Also, Instagram. Follow the page. Another week in the books. Y'all can DM us there for show concepts, conversations, and so forth. We're getting ready to launch for our season three. So y'all be on the lookout for that. We're, we're going to go visual. Uh, may not be the fanciest thing, but nonetheless, if some of y'all like to like actually have it on your television, YouTube, y'all be able to check us out there. If y'all want to see Spike's facial expressions or my facial expressions when we're talking about things, it'll be there for you. So that season three is coming up here real soon. We're going to continue to do dope stuff. We're still working on uh, merch as we speak, but be on the lookout for that. Also, we have good earners reviewing The Sopranos. We just finished season one. We'll be coming back here real soon, but you got enough time to catch up. Go watch it on HBO Max and then go listen to the episodes. You, you're getting a review like none none other that you've ever gotten before. Spike, where can they hear all of the things that you're involved with, bro? Great question. Thank you for checking this out another week in the books every Friday, every Monday. Excuse me. Let me start from the beginning. Reviewing Succession, reviewing Snowfall with the Frames Per Second podcast. You guys check us out on the Frames Per Second YouTube or go to the Frames Per Second feed on Deck TV show every Wednesday. Check us out. Been doing this for 10 years, 10 year anniversary coming up in May with me and my guy Animal Brown. Then in sports every Tuesday live on YouTube, talking sports with the guys over there at Dead End. You can check that out and it drops on your audio feeds on friday and good earners like you said it comes out on monday so wherever you're looking for me find it i'm going to centralize all that put it in one place here soon that way we can really get this thing going like we wanted to but thank you guys appreciate you joining us yes sir yeah we out thank you